0: Seven Things for Freelancers to Know About Tax Season. With recent headlines about the IRS hiring thousands and thousands of agents, along with spending billions and billions of dollars to improve their systems, the IRS has left us wondering, what's next? With tax season upon us, I'm going to go through seven things you need to know and do this tax filing season. Hi, this is Alex Lynch, and I help freelancers earning six figures or more optimize their finances, all in the amount of time it takes to enjoy a cup of coffee. For additional resources on this subject and others important to freelancers, please check out our website, freelancefinancefix.com. For those who aren't self employed, life is a whole lot simpler for keeping track of your income and expenses, but you chose a flexible lifestyle and the many freedoms that go along with it. Unfortunately, This is one of those areas where you have to put in a whole lot of extra effort than those working the 9-to-5 grind. In this episode, I'm going to briefly talk about the IRS ramping up agents and systems along with the 7 things you need to know about filing your taxes. As a freelancer and solopreneur, the importance of keeping good and accurate records cannot be understated. You must keep good records about your income, where it comes from. You likely are doing a good job on the income tracking part already, but it is just as important to keep good records about your expenses. As a major reason freelancers miss out on tons of deductions and write-offs is because they are just not keeping good enough records. The importance of keeping good records is further compounded by the supposed hiring of some 87,000 IRS agents, along with billions and billions being spent on numerous IRS system improvements. Given that a regular person with a standard W-2 income who takes the standard deduction has a pretty straightforward tax filing process, there isn't a lot of improvement that needs to happen when they file their taxes. However, for you freelancers with 1099 income, self-employment income, LLCs, S-Corps, you name it, you've got it. You bring a whole lot of complexity into the system. So there is a good chance that the IRS puts its spotlight on you in the future. So if you haven't done it already in anticipation of the future, I encourage you to brush up and improve your bookkeeping. If you haven't outsourced this already, I encourage you to look into some solutions. Now let's jump into seven things to know about this tax filing season. The first thing I'd like you to know is that you don't need to be in a rush to file your taxes, particularly as a freelancer who could suddenly have a 1099 miscellaneous or non-employee compensation form show up late. Hey, it's the real world after all. There's supposed to be deadlines, but things happen. There's no gold star for filing first and being the first person in the IRS's system who successfully did their taxes. But there is a lot of headache if you have to go back and amend it, or if you get a 1099 that's amended, or if you get a K-1 late and out of nowhere. Please don't be in a rush to file your taxes. Along with this, you need to review all of your 1099s for being self-employed. It's a pain in the butt, but with future improvements in the IRS's systems, a lot of things that may have gone unnoticed before may now be flagged in the future. So please take a moment to double check that the numbers you have in your systems match up the 1099s and that everything is looking good there. The second thing you need to know about tax season as a freelancer is about the 1099K that's been talked about. This could be an entire episode in itself called the Payment Card and Third-Party Network Transactions. The 1099K is a item that you may wanna put on your watch list. These are new rules that were set to track payments from providers like PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, etc. that the government in its infinite wisdom wanted to get a better handle on. Previously, it was only applicable to when you had gross payments that exceeded 20,000 and had more than 200 of such transactions. However, it was set to be issued for those who have just $600 in gross payments for goods and services and any number of transactions. However, fortunately for us, in 2022, for this tax filing season, the government has tagged this as a transition year and is giving us one more year to figure out how to deal with it. So while it's not something we have to worry about this year, I encourage you to start planning forward and into the future. You may want to take a minute and review all the different sources of where you're getting your income and potentially streamline those down. You don't always need to accept payments through PayPal, Zelle, Venmo, Check, your website, other payment portals. and may be a good time to streamline those down and get ahead of some future hassle in the future. The third thing you need to know about tax filing season is that I personally believe Whenever possible, you should electronically file things. In the past, mailing a check for estimated payments or writing a check for the amount of tax due was orderly processed and not a big deal. However, after COVID began, a massive backlog began at the IRS with containers full of mail that still hasn't been processed and it has created massive delays. Automated letters have gone out even though there's information for them inside of those containers that hasn't been processed. And to further compound that, supposedly whole containers have been shredded and decided that they weren't going to be processed. It's just not a good situation at all, all around, to mail things. The IRS has a decent portal to submit estimated payments on, and whenever possible, I encourage you to file electronically. The fourth thing you need to know about filing your taxes is a reminder to take a look at last year's taxes. See if there's anything you haven't collected thus far this year as well as take a minute to reflect on any major changes in your life that has happened year over year. Did your source of revenue drastically change? Did you or your spouse get a new job? Did you get married? Have any major life changes involving kids, moving, buying any major purchases, including your home or auto? These are all things that you'll want to take a minute to look at with your tax preparer. Furthermore, your tax preparer doesn't know anything that you don't tell them, keeping secrets from them is unlikely to do you any good, make sure to proactively bring attention to any major life changes you've had with your tax preparer so that they can best help you. The fifth thing you should do before filing your taxes this year is to check if you've maxed out all of your retirement accounts and health savings account, if you have one. Take a minute to pull up how much was contributed for last year and see if there's any extra room for maxing out these accounts. This includes your health savings account, your traditional IRA, potentially your Roth IRA, along with potentially your solo 401k and other retirement accounts. By putting some money in here, you may be able to save on your tax bill, as well as you are generally still able to contribute to these accounts up until you file your taxes. Another item for you to review is how much interest you're earning at the bank. Please see prior episode number one on online banking. You may be missing out on a huge opportunity here if you're not earning good interest at your bank. In prior years when interest rates were low, you may not have been getting a 1099 from your bank. So pay special attention to any 1099s issued from your bank this year as it may not have been an item you'd been looking for previously. The sixth point I want to highlight is paying attention to some commonly missed items on your tax return. For freelancers, this includes your home office deduction, internet, cell phone bills, potentially insurance, computer and office equipment expenses. Did you buy new lamps or lighting for Zoom meetings? Another hugely missed error is if you've moved any of your investment accounts. Frequently rollover items are reported wrong, along with if you are over 70 and a half qualified charitable distributions often don't show up correctly, one last item that often gets missed, is if you have been contributing to an IRA or Roth for many years, make sure that your basis or the amount you've contributed over time is being tracked and recorded. All too often, these fall off year over year, and especially if you're under 59 and a half, it's a good item to have good records on. The seventh thing you should know this tax filing season is that with interest rates having gone up, the penalties for IRS underpayment have increased massively. The key fact to know here is that while you get no real bonus for overpaying your taxes when they're due, with interest rates having gone up, if you underpay them, the interest you owe in penalty will likely be substantially higher than what you've seen previously. I didn't invent the system, but I encourage you if you've been lacking on your estimated payments or quarterly tax filings to make them a point of emphasis for this year to not get dinged for penalties. Here at the Freelance Finance Fix, we have some work in process for some guides on estimated payments. So if you haven't already checked out our website and signed up for our mailing list to be first alerted to when those comes out, I encourage you to do so. The fix is in. Let's stay on the good side of the IRS with all the news about IRS agent hires, infrastructure improvements, future 1099K forms, and others. Let's take this as an opportunity to tighten up our books and keep better track of our income and expenses. Action items from this podcast, please take a look at the blog post related to this episode and do a double check of any items you may be missing. And if you are not currently making estimated payments, I suggest you talk about them with your accountant. Check out our website, freelancefinancefix.com for more information on this subject and others important to freelancers. And stay tuned for more tips on taxes for freelancers. It's one of my favorite things to talk about. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the Freelance Finance Fix.
1: Before you go, one thing you should know, this isn't legal tax or investment advice, it's just a show, cause tax laws are tricky, and investment's complex, get professional advice, and do more research, so you'll is not tax legal or investing advice. In